Modern Turkey was founded in 1923 on the principles of secular, democratic statehood after centuries of empire. It has been the most turbulent year in a decade of Turkey's political history. Turkey has set a new course, one that many hoped would carry it into the European Union. There's clearly a significant portion of the Turkish population that's not happy with the policies of the democratically elected government. But things have changed. They are changing. You get uh, clashes erupting, demonstrators throwing rocks. And what happens next has implications far beyond Turkey. I took a walk through this beautiful world. Felt the cool rain on my shoulder. It has been a turbulent year for Turkey. And I arrive in Istanbul at the moment of a critical election. The question on everyone's mind is whether the current president and his ruling party will win a large enough majority to change the constitution, potentially allowing him to stay in power indefinitely. These have been good times for some, particularly in the construction and development business, and fearful ones for others. They are particularly concerned about what happens next, for instance, in the Kurdish parts of town. in Turkey as voters choose a new parliament which could lead to big changes in the country's political system. The ruling Justice and Development Party is expected to take most of the seats. But how much power the president actually has will be determined by the success or failure of the Kurdish party. The HDP, originally a Kurdish political party, has sought to unite the disparate voices calling for change in response to 13 years of what has essentially been one-party rule by the AKP. So, history, whatever it might be, is about to happen. Just in the past hour, polls have closed in the country's parliamentary elections. Voters in Turkey have just shaken up the country's political landscape in a major way. 
They said no to President Recep Tayyip Erdogan and his push for more power over the Constitution. The ruling AKP party did not win the majority its president had hoped for. In fact, they lost seats in parliament. And for the first time, the pro-Kurdish party gained enough votes to earn a real voice in the government. tip of Istanbul, next to the Black Sea. So the ships that are going by here, they're basically going to Russia. I meet an old friend, Esra, for my first meal back in country. I know you like your fish with the head and the tail. So this is perfect. I ordered some rakı. Oh, that makes me so happy. Yes, which is our national drink. It is aniseed and... Um... I am familiar with this drink. <laughs> All too familiar. <laughs> Cheers. Welcome back. So, since I last saw you, which was 2009. 2009. Wow, a long time ago. So Istanbul looks a little different than last time I was here. It looks a little more like every other city. Yeah. Well, construction. There seems to be a lot of that going on. <laughs> yes. Your president likes to build stuff. To, mm -hmm. He because likes to pour concrete. it keeps the economy going. Turkey is so much politicized since the last time you came. Like, after 2011, um, the daily life issues, like um, how many children you should have, advising women not to laugh out loud in public, things like this uh, were actually... Uh, suggested by the government. Right. Now, do you think this is coming from a genuine ideological religious place or is this a political calculation? I think it's um, a genuine... You're telling me that, that the current leadership is, in, the, in, in his heart is genuinely opposed to alcohol, women laughing in public? Um... Maybe I don't feel comfortable answering that question. Okay. Turkey's most famous politician, Recep Tayyip Erdogan. He is the power, and has been the power in one form or another for more than a decade. He is the face of Turkey's ruling Justice and Development Party, the AKP. Erdogan has in recent years made Islamist politics mainstream. And while remaining very, very popular in this extremely polarized nation, cracked down hard on media, political opposition, free speech, and of course, demonstrations. 
2013, the almost revolution in Turkey happened. A protest to contest the proposed demolition of Istanbul's Gezi Park resulted in a brutal crackdown by the police. In response, ordinary Turks, unconnected by any particular ideology, poured into the streets. With the whole world watching on social media, they too were met with force. In the end, Erdogan remained firmly in control. And there were repercussions for many who had supported the protest. From that point on, media, social media, even open discussion of issues or events became treated as hostile acts by foreign enemies. Autocrats in general are not famous for their sense of humor. So it's no surprise that comedians in Turkey, like Denise and her fiancé Khan, walk a perilous line. Are these good times to be a comedian in uh, Turkey? It's definitely one of the best, best times because our former prime minister is my support for living. We don't use the names, we just call him the greatness or, you know. I guess they are running the finals. The finals. Yeah. But all weight classes. But it's basically Greco-Roman wrestling. Just degree stuff. As I understand it, you can't choke with two hands, only one. Yes. But you can just slip your hand. Right down into some greasy ass crack. <laughs> and grab the That's OK. Tell me something. I want to know what are the rules of the game. oil wrestling. A big freaking salad covered with oiled men in leather pants giving each other spirited and prolonged reach-arounds. Oh, geez. Can we get rights to the Barry White greatest hits record or Diana Ross love hangover? Or is that too obvious? I like to be respectful of ancient tradition, but I mean, the jokes write themselves. And they have what? There's like ropes inside or handles or. <laughs> Where do I get a pair of those pants? Those are some super freaky pants. And did you see the golden belt? It's good too. Well, look, it's gotta be, because I mean, the pants are awesome. Imagine yes. what the belt looks and like. Does he stop yelling at some point? The announcer called Jazgir. Yeah. And in slang, Jazgir means the person who talks too much. It's too loud. It's time for political ad. What's changed since your last visit? Obviously, the mood has changed a lot. 
which is weird because everything seemed to be going so well. Things seem to be getting more tolerant. Tolerance level is so low these days. People taking sides don't like the other one. Uh, these people don't like our kind. So what happens if someone doesn't like your job? Somebody in a powerful position does not like your what, they, what happens? Uh, depending on the degree, how much if he doesn't like you, how much right. he's offended. Let's say he's really offended. You go to jail <laughs> or being, uh, you know, terrorist or... Aiding and abetting the enemies of the state. Yes, enemy of the state. Being an enemy of the state is the most common thing you can do right now in Turkey. Koşa koşa! Görmüş oldunuz! They are asking for more oil. More oil, more oil. Like immediately. Abdullah Güngör, Samsun, Lanet. Büyükşehir Belediyesi'nin pehlivanı Fatih Bakır, İstanbul. This podcast is supported by Sleep Number. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores? Sleep Number does that. Only Sleep Number smart beds let you each choose your ideal comfort and support. Your Sleep Number setting. Sleep Number smart beds learn how you sleep and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. All Sleep Number smart beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. Temperature-balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. building bubble. Architect and city planner Murat German has been capturing Istanbul's construction boom with his camera. He employs a unique method of compressing panoramas to create a striking reimagining of cityscapes, reflecting perhaps more of the reality than a straight photo could. I've been following what's happening in Istanbul because it's my hometown. And what's happening is that the new government is basing the supposedly booming economy totally on construction. So what they uh, did is they uh, started to build high-rise housing, shopping malls and roads and, uh, and all that, uh, but not necessarily buildings that are related to the making of culture. Uh, so all this construction is related to consumption. Well, are these spaces needed? at whatever income level, mm -hmm. will somebody be living in these buildings? That's a very good question. I'm asking the same question. Um, nah. First things first. Yeah. We'll save the world later. Uh, this is pide, by the way. Yes. Uh, and it's uh, like the Turkish version of pizza, let's say. 
Day has some similarities. I mean, there's cheese in it, dough, but it's more like a calzone, maybe. I don't know. It's an efficient delivery vehicle for, in this case, ground meat, cheese, and onions. A not-so-little torpedo straight from, I was going to say Flavortown, but no, that would be wrong. I want to see what you do with this. I want to see how you eat that thing. And what do you do with that? Will you dip in the egg? Pour it in? Or? Yeah, yeah, put, yeah, exactly. Cholesterol bomb, we call it. <laughs> There's a remarkable lack of sentimentality about really one of the most uniquely glorious looking spaces anywhere. Why don't they care? I agree. There's a lack of sentimentality and there's a, also a lack of uh, vision, I, I believe, long-term vision. We have very short-term visions, mostly based on uh, money-making. When people look at the work you do set in Istanbul, mm-hmm. what do you want them to see? First of all, uh, I really value the sustainability of, of a particular culture. I want my work to show, hey, look, this is what we had. I think we are already losing it. So why don't we stop here and maybe consider doing something else? Shambe Pazara, long home to tradesmen, Greeks, Jews, and Armenians, groups whose populations are these days a tiny fraction of what they once were. This neighborhood, like many in Istanbul, is slated for redevelopment in the name of urban renewal. Wow. Oh, look at that. It's a lot of food. Cesar and his family have been running a restaurant here for nearly 20 years. The way that we make the food, it's our own language. Mm-hmm. That's the whole idea about it. So, uh, the family's Armenian? Yes. Yeah. Um, is the food Armenian? This is my mom's food. Whatever we eat at home. Authentic esnafs, or tradesmen's restaurants, are getting harder and harder to find. Most are family-owned businesses, the kind of place where you can get a classic, home-style meal of traditional dishes. You're clearly romantic. Do you think there is a place in modern Istanbul for romantics? Or will they slowly be crushed by modernity? Almost all the protesters, they were in that gezi. They were romantics. They killed those people. They used real guns. But they will still continue to protest, nothing else. So, what's the future of uh, Armenians in Turkey? Will there be more Armenians in, in Istanbul in 20 years or fewer? Of course it will be less. Less? Yes. This turn towards a more conservative, 
more Islamist. Is this a political calculation, or do you think this is generally, genuinely how, how people feel now? It's the way that people feel now. Because of the, the way that our dear president, the way that he talks, it's not only a political issue, it's the reality itself. I don't know what he has in mind, uh, our president, but somehow he let people fight with, you know, hate. But I believe that hate will be, you know, it will make our end soon. That's what I'm afraid of. That's why I'm telling you that young generation, Armenians, they will definitely leave this country. Wow. I hope you're wrong. I'd like to be, I, I mean, I'm not really an optimistic person, but I hope you're wrong about Istanbul because it's an amazing place. I hope you will be the one who's right. Allah, give me help and not crash my car. Not today, maybe tomorrow. I have to pass this pass. If I don't pass this pass, no! It is a long-held belief that if you want to know the real deal, what's really good about a town, what a life. if you want to know where to find the good stuff, you ask a cab driver. Özcan, bak oğlum, bak. Sen de çık televizyona. I don't know, wrong way, right way, life is life, wife is wife, take it easy. I don't know if that's true. Not in my town anyway. But in Istanbul, I know a cab driver. My old friend, Isan. Hello, my friend. Good to oh, see you, After all those years, to meet you again. What a coincidence. What a nice, I love that. How are things in Istanbul? It looks very different. They're building stuff everywhere. I don't know what happened, but a lot of hotel, a lot of shopping center open, more restaurant open, more disco open. M more discos. More disco. But I thought this, this is a conservative government. Government conservative, but people, and they have to shake, they have to drink. Life too short. Most people ask me, did you make any accident? And I say, yes, I killed two people, three people, hospital. And when I pass cemetery, I say, this is Istani section. <laughs> they are scaring, really? How can you ask the taxi driver, did you make any accident? Right. Again, we cross the Galata Bridge. I love it. Look at this city, yeah. Santa Sofia there, Topkapı Palace there, New Mosque, Süleymaniye, Golden Horn. I love this city. Come on, everybody! Eastern is get crazy! Taxi driver is nice job. I love this job because you meet every time new people. Right. And on the way, you never get upset. Right. Basler! Ankara gücü lan kim tutar seni? Bir daha kamerayı nerede bulayım oğlum ben? Haklısın yavrum! Aslanlar gibiyim bugün, neşeliyim. I wish I dance, but I dance belly dance. 
Everybody say this not normal. I study about Ottoman, how to read, learning Ottoman languages. When you ask why Ihsan to learn this, because I want to read his story, original. Right. Probably not while driving, though. Yeah, yeah, but not driving, but the traffic already stopped. Allah, ya Rabbi. If you, I talk too much and you're boring and I go. Take another taxi because I talk too much. Arkadaşlar, ben buradayım. This is my home area. Oh, yeah. You live uh, in this neighborhood? Yeah. We call this area Lokanta. So this is a local favorite of yours, this restaurant? This restaurant I know since 30 years. So it's cow, cow foot, tripes. Tripes. Very nice. That looks good. Man, this is just delicious. Are the young people more conservative or less conservative? My daughter married religious person, and she has a scarf. Another daughter, young and 18 years old, short and moderate. They walk together. One is scarf, one is not. Right. Maybe one day you invite me to America, and I will be making Done. Belly dance on the American main road, taking uh, my body. I think probably get arrested for that. The assignment with me, Audie Cornish. Celebrities of all kinds are speaking publicly about their therapeutic trips, so to speak. It turns out there is a burgeoning industry ready to serve the new influx of people who find themselves turning away from traditional mental health therapy. The gap between what we know and what we don't about psychedelic therapy. Listen to The Assignment with me, Audie Cornish, on your favorite podcast app. Voice of Istanbul. I've had at least 30 names from New Rome to Islambol. Now they say I'm between the East and the West, an identity crisis. I know theirs. Enough of this nonsense. Take the labels off and just look at me. You won't need a guidebook. Like all cities, I have my own sense of time. I'm a labyrinth of layers that only makes sense without a compass. If you're hesitant, not sure which way to go as you walk about, follow one of my cats. They would lead you to places, introduce you to people, point out secrets they keep even from me. They, more than anyone, 
are the longest continuing residents of the city. A challenge to those who see the future in my past. I'm an obstacle for those who see only the future. I see change with the patience of centuries. Look at my silhouette from the bridge on the Golden Horn. Time has not passed me by. It has protected me. I ask of you the same. Our ferry ride and a world away are the Prince's Islands in the Sea of Marmara. Gunduz Vasov and his friend Sera Yilmaz have invited me for lunch. Um, actor, translator, yeah, uh, philosopher, poet. Are these good times to be a poet in Turkey? It is actually because it's a way to. Bring down the noise, in a way, <laughs> because so much words are exchanged, especially in heated political discussions.、Mm-hmm. I have become very used to and fond of this drink, by the way. Maybe too used to it and too fond of it. <laughs> I used to call it lion's milk, and a famous Turkish poet is known for saying, "I wish I could be a fish in a bottle of rakı." Zeyrak prepares a traditional spread of meze. Turkish meze are an extremely tasty, very diverse assortment of dishes originating at every corner of the former Ottoman Empire. The Ottomans liked to eat and entertain, and they employed armies of cooks to dazzle them with ever-changing menus. Variety being key. Circassian chicken, fava beans. Rice with mussels, eggplant, stuffed grape leaves, poached eggs with yogurt—all classic and all delicious. What shall I give you?、Uh, A few、uh, of everything.、Like. Yes, please. Yes. I'll put some. Oh, maybe I could give you some chicken already. Make room for that, I think. Here we go. Wow, it's really pretty. <laughs> Am I getting a distorted picture of Turkey by spending all of my time in Istanbul? It's very different than the rest of the country. Yeah, how different?、Yeah. Mm, but I think in Istanbul you have all the different parts of Turkey. Also, what does it mean to be Turkish? What do you think, Sarah? Are you Turkish? Yes, but it's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is so. Let me say, this food is extraordinary. I mean, really, really, really amazing. But when I was here last, it was a very different mood. Now, at least, the tenor of the things said by the government are increasingly ugly、mm. uh, and intolerant. And you've got this social activism that's very unusual. 
Certainly the government is sort of appealing to traditional Islamic values. Mm -hmm. Whether it's for show or not, there seems to be some re-evaluation of how much of a party town do we want to be. These days, the powers that be don't like it. And oh, do they genuinely not like it, or are they appealing to a political base? No, no, no, it's populism. It's a political base. And lots of people, of course, play along, saying that they don't want to drink, etc., because that's the way you get your contracts, that's the way you get things done. But, I mean, nationalism seems to be working internally. Yes. Uh, nationalism and xenophobia, it's a vote-getter almost anywhere. Well, it's a vote-getter, but it's a vote-loser as well, in the sense that there's so much backlash what uh, do, what do you think's going to happen? It'll get back to normal. Do you think it'll go? Back? Oh yeah. Walking down Istanbul streets, it's easy to forget or not take seriously the slow but certain change in attitude towards this kind of freedom. The right, for lack of a better term, to party. The AKP is in power because a majority of voters put them there. Their attitudes, for better or worse, reflect the attitudes of a great number of Turks. This is Nuri, a Turkish businessman. I'm glad we met you because you are an AKP supporter. You vote for AKP. Yeah, I did. Right. Um, why? Before, the economy was so bad. No foreign investment. Interest rates were so high. Inflation was about 100% per year. Per year. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard to make business in such circumstances. In 2002, I had 70 employees. Now it's 250. Since I got here, I've been talking to a lot of people who are very upset about the environment. They're upset about the destruction of old, beautiful buildings. To a great extent, they, they do not like what much of the world would call progress. So when you saw people running out in the streets and demonstrating, yeah. what was your feeling? They said they went there for the trees. They went there for the environment. But at the end, they were together with the terrorist people. Mm -hmm. We have to accept Istanbul like this. We got nothing to do. I cannot change it. No one can change it. No going back. 50 years ago, they could do some things, but not now. You're not sentimental about the old neighborhoods, the old... Uh, no. 
I got used to it. This is a party town. This is a nightclub town. The impression is that there is some ambivalence there. Ten years from now, will we be able to come to this bar or a bar like it and, uh, and, and, and drink lots of gin drinks and misbehave? No problem. No problem, I think. It's still a party town. Right. We drink hard. So it's all about money. It's all about money. Everything is all about money in the world. Who will be Turkey's bestest pal internationally? Which way are they looking? To the east or the west? East, Russia, China, Iran, and the Arabic countries. Because uh, West, uh, Europe, is getting weaker and weaker day by day. In the next 50 years, it's going to be the era of the East, not the West. Mm-hmm. So these notions of like freedom of the press, these are not Eastern concepts? No. <laughs> no, I mean, no, they're not. No. Okay, I'm going to ask you a tough question. Is freedom of the press overrated? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So rated. You think a, a tightening up on the press is a sacrifice that you're willing to make for a good economy? I don't want to put words in your mouth, but prosperity for the majority. Yeah, it is. It's the same all over the world. It's not typical for Turkey. Right. That's life. So, thank you. Thank right. you. Well, this is a really bad idea. Okay. Cheers. Nastrovia. Nastrovia. Awesome looking. So, have you ever had Turkish breakfast before? With you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you even do eggs in the park. Pretty impressive. Yeah. This place is called Albasala Park. It's uh, one of the last remaining parks in the vicinity. Since 2013, people have been gathering here in what we call forums to talk about their ideas for. Different, uh, how can I say? Debates, chats, mm-hmm. different people gathering here at night after work, and then talking, trying to find solutions, right? We didn't have any other place to go, so we came here. Uh, why is it so important? I think it's not just for us, for, for future residents of Istanbul, right? 
This space turned into a space of politics, a space of hope uh, against this uh, system which seems to be like impossible to break actually. Is it impossible to break? No, not now. It was impossible a few weeks ago. A few weeks ago it was impossible. So you're, you're feeling optimistic. The hope is the revolution, you know? If you lose your hope, then there's nothing to do. I think the tide is turning. But for the, uh, if you compare Arab Spring and Gezi Park uh, things, uh, I mean, in the Arab Spring, they are uh, protesting against a dictatorship. But in Turkey, I think we can say that there is democracy. Esra and her friends, previously unlikely to have known, much less come to like one another, were brought together by circumstances. Have you been gassed? Not that much, but yeah. By gas, you mean, are you talking about pollution? But I also tear gas. tear gas. Oh, tear gas. When you are getting gas together, you really co connect uh, through life or death situations. You hold each other and run away together. It was a very actually emotional thing for me um, because all my life I was taught to keep away from different types of people. Like, I never had a Kurdish friend. I never had a... People around me were all like me. And I was um, lacking so much richness in my life. Thanks to Gezi, I saw everybody is the same. People learned the real democracy in Gezi. People learned to speak without I like prejudices. The tear gas connecting people. <laughs> tear gas connecting people. <laughs> when you just run away together. <laughs> Democracy is always a fragile thing. 92 years ago, modern Turkey was assembled from the fragments of the Ottoman Empire. It has always struggled to find a balance between those in power and the consent of its widely diverse population. Since the filming of this episode, Turkey's newly elected parliament failed to form a coalition, and President Erdogan quickly called for new elections. At the same time, he's revved up military action against Kurdish opposition forces in both southeastern Turkey and across the border in Kurdish Iraq. Many claim that he effectively plunged Turkey into conflict in a bid to take advantage of an atmosphere of fear and uncertainty and improve his party's chances of success. This is not an unreasonable assumption on anyone's part. Fear works. Fear gets votes. The opposition had hoped that the tide was turning. It remains to be seen if they have any reason to hope. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, host of the Chasing Life podcast. In honor of our 10th season, we want to hear from you. Leave us a message at 470-396-0832 and tell us how you chase life. It could be used on an upcoming episode.